What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's Monday, April 18th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. More states and school districts are making moves to address the mental health of children, but there are some parents and activists that are pushing back, saying school officials are acting in inappropriate roles and pushing progressive thinking. A lot of this stems from people wanting more parental rights in education. Caitlin Owens, healthcare reporter at Axios, joins us for how kids' mental health could be America's next culture war. Thanks for joining us, Caitlin. Thanks for having me. Well, let's talk about our kids' mental health right now. It's uh, becoming a big focal point, especially after the pandemic, when uh, we saw a lot of things happening, you know, remote learning, the isolation. There was a ton going on. So states and school districts right now are moving to address their mental health, but we're getting some pushback from parents and activists on, on, on one side of the things. Uh, they're saying that, they could be indoctrinating students into progressive thinking. We've seen laws passed in Florida and Texas talking about uh, kids and what should be taught there. It really could be this next moment for a culture war type thing. We already saw it play out with uh, mask mandates and all this other things during schools. Uh, so, Caitlin, tell us a little bit more about this focus on mental health now. So let's just start with kind of the problem. So obviously, kids' mental health not great right now, and I think that experts are, you know, they're hesitant about saying that the pandemic made it worse because things were already bad. The pandemic certainly made some measures of children's mental health worse, but it also might have helped others improve. But the point is, I think that you know it's indisputable that the pandemic has kind of shown this spotlight on children's mental health and the fact that for years now everything's been trending in the wrong direction for kids. 
so I think that's kind of, you know, defining the problem. And so then big picture, what we're seeing is a lot of uh, momentum around solutions. Uh, and one of those areas is school-based mental health care and kind of social emotional support. And, you know, just because I think there's widespread acknowledgement that, you know, what can start as maybe bullying or stress about grades, that can't be separated from some of these more, you know, very serious mental health conditions, such as being suicidal or self-harm. You know, it's a real spectrum here. And so I think that experts look at schools as a great intervention point. And so you're seeing a lot of effort to kind of shore up what services and support schools offer children. And you're seeing that both at the state level, the school district level. But then kind of in a minority, as far as I can tell, places, you're seeing some pushback there specifically to one form of, you know, mental health support that we can talk about more. But right. And, you know, I think it's I think, as you you said, it's getting kind of pulled into these school culture wars. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it, it makes sense for some of this to occur at schools. Right. That's probably where children spend their most the most amount of time outside of their homes. And, you know, sometimes uh, that's the home life they're trying to escape or right there. The right. Uh, source could be the home. But to your point, also, the source could also be school. So it's it is kind of a catch 22 yeah. there. It's hard to go. But this is where kids are spending a lot of their time. You know what we saw in a lot of other states, let's say uh, uh, Florida, right, with their one of their latest bills that they pass. Uh, it was a parental rights bill. So a lot of these things end right. up being swept up under that umbrella parental rights. Uh, We have the right to raise our children the way we want to. And uh, yes, they could use mental health services, but we don't want you teaching them, you know, X, Y, and Z. So a lot of these conversations, a lot of the pushback ends up revolving around that. Exactly. Right. And so, you know, I think it's from what I understand, I think, and I'm sure it's different in different places. But so one, one thing that's happening here is something called social emotional learning. And this is just kind of a process that's been used in schools for years to teach kids things like self-control, self-awareness, empathy, relational skills. But, you know, there's specific pushback against that because, A, I think, you know, some parents are concerned about the school kind of being the one to convey values to their children instead of them. And then, you know, specifically around what those values are, where I think, you know, there's fear of progressive indoctrination in links with critical race theory and talking about different racial discrimination issues. And so I think, you know, critical race theory has been such a, it's like a hot button issue. Yeah. I think that you're seeing the social emotional learning, at least in some places. And I do get the sense it is a minority. This is not everywhere. It's not to the scale that critical race theory is, but they're kind of getting folded in together. And parents are saying, wait a minute, like schools are not the place for my child to be getting their values from. But on the other hand, you know, and I think just as you as you pointed out, you know, one study showed that over half of teenagers reported emotional abuse by a parent or another adult in their home recently, which means that, you know, as you said, school can be an important alternative to home life. Definitely. And, you know, to your point about how this maybe could be a minority, the pushback on a lot of this, there are a lot of states that are moving to help in the mental health care realm. I guess 22 states have enacted laws that support these types of things and both red and blue led states. So it's not like this is all a Democratic thing or a Republican thing. But there are those pockets, right, where the pushback has been going uh, has been going on. But yeah, I mean, it's throughout the pandemic, we saw these culture wars kind of play out with uh, the mask wearing and even the vaccine Mm -hmm. stuff, like I said. So this could be that next extension. We're going into midterms. You know, unfortunately, politics plays such a big role in this. We're going into the midterms now. And that parents' right issue, that notion is so huge. And, And it just kind of weaves its way through pretty much everything happening at schools. 
Yeah, yeah, I think that's exactly right. This is an extension of yeah, parental rights and, you know, how that clashes with the role of schools. And yeah, there's big disagreements here. But I do want to emphasize, as you just did, that the vast majority of states are taking action to help kids with mental health. Uh, and, you know, I think a big part of that was coronavirus relief funding. Um, you know, when you look at breakdowns of how schools districts are spending that money, a lot of it is going towards mental health, including social emotional learning curriculum. But then also hugely hiring more mental health professionals in school. So guidance counselors, school psychologists, um, you see states doing things like teacher trainings and how to, I don't know, identify, you know, concerning trends within children. So, you know, that's where the vast majority of the momentum is. And I don't want that to get lost. But yet you are starting to see these things. And I think sometimes, you know, as we saw with critical race theory, sometimes these different forms of protest can be contagious. And so while I don't predict the future. I think this is something to keep an eye on going forward. Caitlin Owens, healthcare reporter at Axios. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. 